0: Last week was kind of a week
1: that we gave everyone off in the office. Coaches were away. And so during that time, Leslie reached out and just talked through some things. And ultimately, you know, he doesn't want to retire. He's not there in his mind. But he just wanted to take a step back. So the way we left it, he's going to take 2023 off. But he, talking to him, he has full plans to return to coaching in 2024. There it is. I was talking about that already. Brandon Bean, it's not exactly he called me and said he wanted to take a year off. It's he wanted to take a step back. who knows if that's this is what he wanted or if he wanted to be like a different like on a different coaching level or something like whatever. and they talked it out, Bean says here, and arrived at, left it at he'll not be coaching this year. he'll be back coaching here or somewhere else in 2024. So maybe that's interesting. Always interesting is our next guest, the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. You know, I read this every week. Is Trista not more famous for, well, that's going to sound like my ego or something. In fact, she told me she's on in Rochester longer than she's been been on with us. Also, be sure to check out the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Trista's analysis just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. You're just known for so many things. Like, I know, Trista, for one, your Twitter is uh, a wild place, and that's known company and maybe even nationally, <laughs> company wide, and, and beyond.
2: Yeah, I, I hope that the fact that my Twitter is a wild place is a good thing. I don't know, you know, wild has a, a lot of connotations. Um, and it is wild. I don't necessarily think about who's following me. I just kind of fire things off uh, in my head, and then I. I hope that the people who are following know that know who I am enough to say, okay, that makes sense for her. When I it was really when when I thought about people seeing me as like a real journalist, I had never thought about that before. I had never yes. even considered that someone would see a blue check and say, Why would someone with a blue check say this? Right. Never never once went through my mind until people were like, you know, uh, that's kind of inappropriate for your role, and I'm like, I don't really think we have the same idea about what my role is. Then, because I consider myself to be an entertainer and and pretty much nothing else.
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally get this, and kind of my perspective on it is the opposite from where I've come from in like sort of how I w- became established, and then like I I think of things that I think are really funny and often inappropriate like all the time, but. I I think of it in terms of a tweet, Trista, and I'm like, I can't be the one to tweet this. I, I've got to give this away. If it's that good, somebody else will take it and
2: send it to me. I'll
1: send it send to it you. It to me. Yeah, like because if it comes from me, it's got it's my voice and sort of my that persona, message. and it's not going to be funny. Like it's sort of why is why is he saying this? You know, like I can't.
2: And also, what we can do is this for those who are listening today on WGR. What we're going to do is we're going to have a special little symbol. So that you know, this is like me by proxy getting getting uh, Shope's takes off his his funnies out. We're gonna use the we're gonna use the emoji pineapple. And if I use the emoji pineapple, you know it's not just my own thoughts. This is a collabo effort <laughs> with Shope. And Bulldog, if you want one too, we can use a, a different emoji for you.
1: He is out of the country.
2: Oh well, he's not even there.
1: He's not so even here. We'll
2: be a ghost. We'll use the ghost emoji. He,
1: okay, that that's, that uh that works.
2: Tell him, tell him for me. It will be ghost for him, pineapple for you.
1: Are you in like one hundred, almost one hundred percent basketball mode? I mean, you you started a pretty high number, but football being over, baseball is not yet. Hockey, you told us not until the playoffs. So is it all hoops?
2: Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to do that. We've got some baseball prep happening. I'm gonna go on the fan next. Saturday so really going to have to start really getting my getting boned up on what's happening with major league baseball. So it's probably 80 75% basketball, probably 50% of that 75, maybe 60% of that 75 is NBA and the other 40% is college hoops and then 25% major league baseball and then once the fan becomes weekly Uh, Because we're going to go to the the, we're going to go to Vegas in two weeks actually for uh, the beginning of March Madness, so I won't be working the fan that Saturday. So once it's a, a more consistent thing, then it'll probably be about half baseball, half basketball.
1: I have bet off and on for many years, but it really wasn't any kind of a regular thing before it became legal on your phone. Like that's just what is that even? That's not even two years ago, I think. So, before that, it would be, you know, offshore, once in a while, and then whatever year that the Astros won, I think 17 was the year, because the Sports Illustrated covers, that sound right?
2: Yep, that sounds right.
1: I have an Astros shirt on right now, I realized. So, uh, that year, I had a futures bet on the Astros that won, and then after that happened, that became my thing, like finding, I guess I did this with hockey a little bit, too, before that, but. That, that's sort of been my thing, like a futures bet on one or two or three teams. Uh, and then that's sort of, I, I really love that. Like that was, it felt like betting every day without being on the wire like that, where, you know, you're not literally betting every day, you know, you can get by that way, but it felt like safer to make the one relatively big futures bet and then watch it for um, whatever, six or eight months later. I've come to think it's just not, not good money management to have. Them hold your money for so long, but you know, I guess that's how it has to be.
2: Well, does it? Here's the thing, too, and I'm not someone who I'm not someone who's a massive proponent for offshore betting, um, which is obviously we would call that a, a nice way of saying illegal betting. But if you use an offshore account, which I do not, because I am uh, I am loyal and and monogamous to BetMGM uh, because they are my title sponsor and I love them. But you don't have to tie up your money in future's bets if you go offshore now you might not get your money if you win. We don't really know what that's going to be. You might see that offshore book just all the way shut down and you know but ultimately, you don't have to shell out the hundred dollars or whatever it is uh in order for you to to make that bet
1: so you said baseball is coming up for you, whether it's baseball or even n f l what are your futures interests like right now, or what might you have? I guess you would have NBA, and maybe college. Yeah, but have, uh, What's out there? The
2: Kings. I have the Kings to win the division. That's my biggest bet. That was plus forty five hundred. So if they win uh, their division, I think I stand to make almost a thousand dollars, which is great. That's, they could. Uh, that's a big yeah. Then they. It looks like they could. Right. It looks like they certainly could. They're in line for that. They're third. they the third team in the West. I didn't play Mike Brown to win Coach of the Year, but I gave it out, so I kind of feel invested in it. Mm-hmm. That started at eighty to one. That's he's now plus one ten. He's a leader in the clubhouse for Coach of the Year. Uh, I have a Zion MVP ticket, which is dead. I have a Steph Curry MVP ticket, which is obviously dead. I have a Warriors title future ticket, which. They're never dead, Did I, but I, it's it's looking worse by the uh, moment.
1: I jumped on that with you.
2: And then I have the Clippers to win it all at plus 750, which actually is kind of back on now that they've made some moves. That's it. That's all I have. I haven't done anything with baseball yet. What I'm about Orlando? Some, oh, and then we have an Orlando division winner as well, but that's like very, very dead. Well, you know what, though? That was a, That I, was like what? But now with Atlanta, we don't really know what's going on. They fire their coach. In Miami doesn't look great. I mean, it's possible. We'll it's, call it.
1: It's possible. Anyway, I have four open bets at MGM. And that one, the cash out was like 50 cents or something. Now it's up to nine bucks. So somebody is optimistic.
2: Yes, more optimistic than Ben. And, and obviously there's been a lot of drama with that division, which is why we decided to, to make that bet at whatever it was, 150 to 1, I think it was. So that's, that's like still breathing, but kind of on life support. Yeah, yeah. But I am interested in some of these win totals. We're doing a lot of breakdowns on Bet MGN tonight on win totals and how the new schedule affects it. Um, and I think there is some value there. I, I do think what we're seeing from the Astros already is that they're going to win 100 games. So you should probably take them to win 97 and a half games or more. I, I really like that. I am. Still up in the air on what I'm going to do with the Dodgers, given this Gavin Lux injury. That's not good. You you lose Trey Turner, and then you lose Gavin Lux for the year with an ACL tear. It's a pretty important position. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They have a very good farm system. So I'm thinking about putting some money, not on them to win anything of, of note, but just to go over their win total. I think the Orioles are going to be a very fun team. I think they're getting undervalued. Their win total number is lower than they won games last year, probably because of just the Trey Mancini trade, and he was uh, you know, with them for so long. I'm going to take the under, most likely, on the Angels' win total. I just think that they ship out Shohei Otani, and then they, they deflate. I, I think at some point he's going to ask out, and if he gets traded, it's just Mike Trout. I don't see much happening there. I like the Padres this year quite a bit. And then I'm tailing Ryan, my co-host, they made some moves with the Cubs. I'm going to take the over on their win total. But I haven't done anything with the futures yet in terms of, like, who wins the most regular season games. I haven't done anything with any divisional winners. I'm still right on the fence with that. I think that the one divisional winner that I like is probably the Phillies to win the NL East at plus 300 just because I think they're defensively going to be a lot better. Obviously, they had some coaching issues early on. They played horrible defense, which is why they lost so many games early on. The Mets, Braves, and Phillies are all pretty close to me. Like they could, it could be any one of them, which is why it's the only bet of value, right? You have three teams that are all somewhere around the same, and you're getting three to one for one of them, and you're not getting three to one for any of the others. Mm
1: -hmm. Is it a character flaw? Is it a character flaw, or worse, just simply bad? money management, that I am like almost literally incapable of betting a favorite?
2: Um, no. I mean, you don't really have any reason to do it. You know, you don't have to bet, right? I think that's the thing that we talk about sometimes. Oh, also, by the way, I have a, a future on Malcolm Brogdon to win six man of the year, which is looking great. And then Nick Claxton to win defensive player of the year. I forgot about some player award stuff. But um no I mean like I think that the what happens in betting is some people think like I have to which is absurd that they have to have a bet on something that they feel if they're going to bet Cy Young that you have to you have to bet it. If I don't like the prices, I can just abstain and just watch from the sidelines or say to myself, you know, I think there's going to be more value down the road. A lot of these futures bets you can still take in the middle of the season. So say you think that the Dodgers are going to come out flat because they're working through their shortstop issue. And maybe they don't come out as hot as Vegas currently believes or is calculating that they will come out. Now you can get a better price in the future. And so you can say, okay, I'm, I've got basically what would in stock market terms be a call option in my own mind, which is at this number, I will execute at a worse number. I will not execute. And that's it. Those, those are the only two options that I have. I'm not going to just bet on something just to bet it. So I, I don't hate that, that philosophy that you're saying. I don't want to bet a, a favorite. Now, I think the world, th- I think mean, Astros are probably going to win the American League plus 300. I, I, don't, I don't see a scenario where anyone is better, right? I don't think the Yankees at plus 350 are really a better value at all. I think the Yankees, betting on them is throwing money away. They're not really much hmm. better than they were last year. And in fact, you could say in some ways they're worse.
1: For me, it's tough. Like the playoffs, I would ha- I would especially not bet favorites in the like to win a, a World Series. Not that that hasn't happened plenty of times, but the the short series factor makes me want to find you know, like you mentioned the Philly, the Phillies as an example, a team like that. It's different than some other sports, I guess. Maybe most are, are like this. Like hockey is like this, where yeah, you, pl- you play for six uh, Padres, months. Would
2: you consider the Padres to win the National League? A favorite at plus four
1: fifty. No, we've got four teams that are all really close: Dodgers, Mets, Braves, Padres. Yep. Yeah, I guess.
2: And Phillies, to a degree too, plus seven hundred to win the NL.
1: Phillies fifth. Kind of crazy. Yep. I'm still going through my baseball, so I can't really comment yet. It's uh, like you said. Yeah, I mean,
2: there's a lot to see. Right, we're still in the middle of spring training. Still February. Yeah, we're we're a long ways out from cashing. But time goes fast. In in sports, right? Like it feels like the base, uh, the the basketball season in the NBA just started, and there's twenty something games
1: left. So. Trista, Trista Crick with us. Trista, do you have? If you don't, fine. We'll 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 skip it. But do you have a thought on Monkey Knife Fight going down? Not at all. Okay, zero. I, I have a couple. I'll go into that uh, later. They had just announced the the Pro Football Hall of Fame game. Probably too soon to to get action on that. Uh, trying to be funny there. August third,
2: Jets Browns.
1: Jets-Browns, August 3rd, so get to, it's going to be so, somebody minus three.
2: I am out. I am out on that. I, I am <laughs> not an insane person. I don't like to bet things well out in advance. I know my co-host Ryan does. He looks at look-ahead lines all the time. He's, I would consider Ryan to be a, how would I put this, a more disciplined in that type of betting than I am. He's a maniac, so he bets way too many games. But he does find value in betting things ahead of time. Whereas just like you and you were saying, I don't like having my money tied up. So I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put $50 on that game that's happening six months from now. I would just prefer to bet, I don't know, like some sort of prop tonight where I have the action. I'm like a little addict, right? Like not a real one, but I like the Toronto Raptors tonight against the Bulls because I know I'm going to get that action tonight. I placed it tonight or last night, and I'm going to have some sort of satisfaction or sadness uh, tonight.
1: Or, um, you know, like if, if you forget about it, if you can forget about a futures bet, then it's like finding money in yes. your coat if you win. That's good.
2: Yeah, you can't be tracking these things every day. Right. I do like the Kings Kings tonight to win against the Thunder. The value's a little bit gone. It was two and a half last night. It's three and a half tonight.
1: Your Kings. Um,
2: the Kings. My Kings. Our Kings. They're on a heater right now. So I, I like that. Okay. There's just a lot of, there's just a lot of movement. Blazers plus four and a half, uh, at the Warriors. I think Dame goes crazy. Um, I know that you better, you bet thinks Dame is going to score less than 38. He typically plays pretty well against, uh, his hometown team. So if you want to look at his props, uh, it's number, is it 37 and a half. So minus 120 to the under, minus 110 to the over. That is an absurd player prop number. Wow. I wouldn't take the under. I'll, I'll just say that. I'll just say that.
1: Nice seeing you on Saturday.
2: Oh, yeah. It was so nice to meet Julius. Did he have a good time in Virginia? Just for those listeners, we got to meet up at BetMGM. Uh, Shope is a big high roller. We ate a bunch of greasy Will. food. I I found out. Oh, well, by the way, I found out that the togarashi that's in the sushi. So I had sushi yep. for those who are listening. And they have this little powder on the sushi, Uh-oh. and I was driving back, Uh-oh. and all of a sudden, my top lip swole three times the size of normal. I'm like, What could that have been? I'm not allergic to tuna. I'm not allergic to sushi, seaweed. I'm not allergic to rice. And there is orange peel in the togarashi or togarushi, and, uh, and that, I am very allergic to that. Oof. I'm very, very allergic to that. Sorry. It's okay. How could we, any of us know? Yeah. How
1: could any of us know. We had we our friend Andy gave us 150 bucks to spend at the like the basically the food court and I go up I just want to get a couple of waters to get us started we're waiting for you and the lady's like you got to spend it all at once. Like what what kind of rule is that? why, why can't I just have a balance? It's like no you got to spend it all at once. So it, it came to I'm up there and she's like ordering with me, you know. You got to get this. <laughs> you ought to get the brisket and you know, get a piece of pizza, just different things. And so we ended up Did doing that. Did you take that.
2: it all home? Did you guys end up eating it at your friend's it, house? Is no, that kind of what happened?
1: Yes. Nothing went to waste. Nothing went to waste.
2: Wow. Julius, he's a growing boy. Yes, yes.
1: Thank you, <laughs> Tr- thank you Trista. Talk next week.
2: All right. Talk to you then. Bye.
1: That was the host of BetMGM tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Talking little Carolina Panthers coming up in 15 minutes, Steve Reed.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.